Hey guys, all right, before you jump into this episode, I did want to give you a little heads up. We recorded this episode yesterday morning before a lot more had come out about the Anne Heche situation. So when you're listening to it, um, just keep that in mind. But I did want to give you some updates. They did find cocaine in her blood. Um, you know, when we were talking about it, we weren't really sure if she had anything in her system at the time. Uh, they did find cocaine and fentanyl, but fentanyl could be in her system at the time of the crash because I. Uh, hospitals use it as pain medication uh, but the more dire situation is this coma that she is she is in she is in critical condition and she is not expected to survive according to her rep so I just wanted to get you guys up to date on that before you listen to the episode um, enjoy this is the Hollywood Raw podcast hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. Time for your Raw Rundown. It is that day. Adam is out, but I got to fill in. <laughs> Sam Bush. Sam Bush from Hot Off The Mess Podcast. A huge podcast. If you love anything Bravo, Housewives, uh, I mean, any Bravo show, this will be the podcast you want to check out. So Sam, aka Bravo Historian on social media, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I put I put some Bravo stuff on here yes. on the rundown because I, I wanted to make sure, you know, we, we really got into your niche market here. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that you sent me and I have thoughts on a lot of it. So <laughs> perfect. Now, what is your favorite Bravo show to cover? To cover? Um, it used to be Vanderpump Rules and mm-hmm. Real Houses of New York. And then they uh, took a sharp left into hell. And now I, I like covering Married to Medicine a lot. I think okay. that's a really underrated show. Interesting. I don't think yeah. I've ever watched a single episode. It's of it. truly the best show on television. All right. I, I will believe you and I will check funniest, it out. Funniest group of women you'll ever see. All right. Let's jump into it. I'm going to write a couple of uh, reviews just because someone took the time out of their day to head on over to our iTunes page, <laughs> go down to the bottom and leave a review. So let me oh, read boy. a couple as a thank you. I uh, got this one from Queen Lucy. It says, one of the best podcasts. Listen to you guys on the Dumois and Juicy Scoop. Love the perspective they're bringing to the industry. And of course, love the stories and interviews. Well, thank you, Queen oh God, that's Lucy. So nice. I appreciate it, right? I love when people like take the time. It's, it's very kind. All right, we got another one here. This one says, amazing from reality fan 1621. You guys always hit it out of the park by pulling back the curtain of Hollywood. Your magic starts by creating a genuine connection with folks you interview, and it is taken to the next level by asking the right questions from MN Christine. Well, thank wow. you. Look at that. Wow, you've got such lovely listeners. Dude, so, nice. so many. And there, there was a bunch I saw pop up this week. I'm excited to read them. But let's jump into this podcast so we can get you guys out of here in the next, you know, 20 or so minutes. All right. Number 10. All right, Sam, we're going to do 10 to 1. All right. Just to okay. make sure. All right. So number 10, Steve Martin is retiring. I mean, this is this is a big deal. He is saying that once his show is done on Hulu that he is he's going to be done. So only the murders in the building is the show that he is doing right now with Selena Gomez and Martin Short. Once that wraps up, he is going to get out of the business. What are your thoughts on that one? Um it's not something that I can't say I didn't see coming, but mm-hmm. it's strange that he announced it. Like I'm just kind of surprised by that that he would but be like, "Yeah, I'm done after this." But, but he's the, done a lot okay. in his career. A hundred percent. The surprising thing, I I could see him retiring from a show like this, of course, or even doing movies. 
But he's saying he doesn't even want to do like appearances. And he has no. been on Saturday Night Live like what, 19 times or something. So he's never going to do that again. That is kind of shocking to me. Yeah. It makes me think like what else is going on? Like, you think he's sick or something? Are you concerned? I don't, know. I don't want to put that out there, but I'm a little concerned. Okay. May, I mean, the thing is, or we don't just know. Be tired. We, I know, but we don't know when the show's going to end, right? Like, that's, it's, that's true. It's, it's season three. So they could be signed up for another eight seasons. We don't know. And he's like saying <laughs> he's it like, just to get people to watch it. the show. <laughs> yeah. And he's got like 10 more seasons. He like works for 10 more years. <laughs> he literally is just trying to negotiate to get yeah. another season. So he's like, I'm going to put this out there and everyone's going to keep watching the show because no one watches to see him retire. This could yeah. be a smart publicity move on his Honestly, part. Honestly, it sounds smart to me. It's kind of genius. Absolutely. All right. Number nine. Oh, this is looking good. There is a new Army Hammer documentary on, uh, what was it? It was uh, not Disney Plus. Discovery uh, Plus. Discovery Plus. The other Plus mm-hmm. one. And it's called House of Hammer. And this dives all into, obviously, Army Hammer's life, but not just his life, his family's life. And mm-hmm. the, the oil tycoon and all the crap five generations of alleged abuse and power by the army are the the hammer men um i watched the trailer for this it looks unbelievable they've got i think it's army's aunt Aunt. who's talking on it and Mm -hmm. basically divulging all the information it looks juicy as hell though it looks so good and when i was watching the trailer obviously i knew they were going to talk about the army hammer army hammer like cannibalism Mm -hmm. stuff ropes and things uh and then when they started talking about the family, I was like, oh, here we go. I was really, really, I'm so excited. And now, so, you know, he's selling timeshares. Yeah. Cayman Island timeshares, you know? Yeah. Go from one making does. movies to just timeshares and stuff. Yeah. But the other part, so if you haven't watched this trailer, it's two women that apparently were in some sort of relationship with Army talking about showing off their text messages and mm-hmm. uh phone calls and voice memos and all kinds of stuff just airing out all of his dirty laundry on this documentary uh it's uh, people are gonna watch the shit out of this thing (laughs) the fact that they're launching it on discovery plus i'm like god damn it i was like they got me good because now i'm gonna sign up for discovery plus i've got every subscription under the planet i don't want to get more and i'm like thanks discovery i will have to go use you now i know smart move on their part all right number eight Tommy Lee showing off his junk this morning. Well, actually, yesterday morning on IG. Uh, Sam, did you see this photo? Yes, I did. My friend sent it to me bright and early. It was one of the first things I saw when I woke up. (laughs) Is that a good thing or a bad thing? (laughs) I was like disgusted. And also like how he obviously didn't do this on accident. There's just no way. It's not like a mirror pick where like, it was so intentional, and the the angle was aggressive. <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't an accident when you write "oops" as your caption yeah. and then post it. Um, I, I don't I don't know if he was just like thirsty Thursday for him. He needed some attention. I mean, yeah. the world has been talking about this dude's wing for the last twenty years since the sex mm-hmm. tape with Pam Anderson came out. But the other part that you know it wasn't fake or not on accident was that his wife was the first comment on there that said, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Yeah, I would be horrified. Yeah, because she could easily just go, hey, babe, do you mind taking that down? But she took the moment to mm-hmm. actually write a comment on there. So clearly yeah. 
this was a planned out thing. Um, but I don't, is he coming out with music? Is he promoting something? Why would he just, why now? The meat out for today. I don't get it. Oh, not the meat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. That, oh. Uh, there could, there's, I think there could have been a more aggressive angle, probably from down low. It, I don't looking up. I don't, I don't want to see it any in any angle because I obviously <laughs> watched the Pam and Tommy like, show where they yeah. had like the talking penis, and that was that was bananas. weird. That yeah. was the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen on television. Yeah. Uh, that was that was disturbing to all points, and clearly he doesn't have a talking penis. But the fact clearly. that they gave him one in there was bizarre all right i can't keep talking about that so we're going to move on to number seven denise richards who is 51 now says she does not identify as a sex symbol and never really realized the magnitude of what that was when she was younger she did this whole uh series for yahoo life called unapologetically and talked about this and just saying you know i've always looked at health and fitness as it's just me being healthy, not like too skinny, not too this. She did mm-hmm. talk a little bit about her surgeries that she probably wouldn't have got her breasts enhanced back in the day if she could do it all over again. Uh, she maybe not have done the fillers and Botox because her, her yeah. face has moved a lot. Um, your thoughts on this because she is in your wheelhouse of the the housewives. She is. And I think Denise Richards is one of the most beautiful women. And I find it really interesting that she didn't ever look at herself in that way where she didn't think she was a sex symbol especially because she was in like wild things like she was kind of like i i don't know like and now she has an only fans so like you clearly know that you're hot so i don't know i'm i find it odd an Do odd you think stance. it's just something she said to get a reaction. Yeah, because it's but also like no one's really reacting. I, I mean, I guess we are, but but like, she I don't is, she is a sex symbol, and she there's is. no way it's she like, didn't really, know when she's done covers of magazines. And literally. I'm sorry, Wild Things alone, everyone referred to her as a sex symbol after, uh, after every Wild teenage things. boy and girls were like that is a hottie. So mm. I don't know what she's talking about. And I do I agree. If, saying things. if you have an OnlyFans, you're you're kind of a sex symbol, right? Yeah. Well, her daughter <laughs> got an OnlyFans and then she got an OnlyFans. It's a family affair over there. The family affair is right. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into something that I feel like you are going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, (laughs) Melissa and Joe Gorga breaking their silence about skipping Teresa's wedding. This has been all over. Everyone's been talking about it because them not showing up to the wedding was a huge, as everyone called it, elephant in the room, pink elephant in the room. Um, What are your thoughts on their reasoning? They basically said that they were in a, a fight with them um towards the end of the season and so going to that wedding would have been very awkward for them um what more can you tell me about that because uh coming from you i think it's going to sound better so so there was allegedly this is all alleged um a fight at the finale party which was i think either the day before the wedding or two days before the wedding where a rumor was brought about about how Melissa is cheating on Joe. And the rumor was basically started by Teresa Judice. And she's the one that brought it to the cameras. Um, 
And Joe and Melissa have just kind of had it. And I feel like this was like the only way they could really show Teresa, like, we're done. This is a boundary that we're setting. Um, you're toxic. And I'm proud of them. Interesting. Really them. Now, do you think Teresa does this because she just likes the camera time? She likes the drama that it causes. She she just fuels off of it. Or why would you start a rumor about your boyfriend or your brother and that would Teresa, clearly bury him? Teresa, in my mind, she's been on the show for so long that I don't think she knows what's reality, like what's real and okay. what's for TV. I think it all kind of blends together, and I don't think she puts that much thought. I think she thinks this will make good TV. There will be drama for the show. I don't think she's fully really realizing like how hurtful this is to Joe and Melissa and their kids. Yeah, I think like, she just thinks this stays on the show, and that's that. But it really hurts them. Yeah, they're like, no, we, we have a relationship outside yeah. this, this fake world of television mm-hmm. here, and I'm still your brother at the end of the day. And that's mm-hmm. what he said. He goes, you know, like – we show up to these family events and everyone else treats me great. And then why am I getting treated so different by her? Mm-hmm. Um, that's got to be tough, man. We've had him on the podcast. He was he was awesome. Really He's fun an guy. Angel. And Melissa's so stunning. Yeah. Never had she was her on my own. podcast and she was in no makeup and I wanted to never show my face again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in full beat and I can't hold a candle. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Good. Number five. Uh, this one. So Rita Ora got married. So uh, she got married to Taika Watiti. I, I believe I'm saying his name properly, um, but you know him. He's a, a filmmaker. He's done a lot of the big Marvel movies like uh, the Thor movies. He's got an Academy Award. He's got. I think Emmys, I, he literally has everything. Super, super successful guy. They started dating years ago. Um, they've been kind of sly over the years, but they did get married, walked down the aisle. That's kind of all I have about this story. Rita Ora is married. Rita Ora is married. Um, I'm not a Rita Ora girly, uh, but happy for her. <laughs> Why are and you I'm, not a, a Rita Ora? You just I don't, don't like know. Music, I feel like she, care? she is just one of those celebrities that, has tried to do so many things and mm-hmm. nothing like ever sticks. Does that make Got sense? It. Like yeah, yeah, no, she tries 100%. to be in music, but like her songs flop. Like she tries to be host, like no one watches. She try- it, It's like, so I'm like, good for her. Hitching her wagon to a Marvel tycoon is like not the worst things that she could do. Mm-hmm. So, and like, he's not putting her in his movies. Yeah. She's, so she's, say? And the thing is, she's beautiful. She Stunning. she does really well. You know what? She's a perfect like social media star. Exactly. Get her on Instagram. Because she's amazing on Instagram. She's mm-hmm. fun to follow. Uh, but you're right. Uh, just nothing else. Nothing else. All right. Uh, let's get going. Number four. Uh, the judge in this uh, Olivia Wilde and uh, Jason Sudeikis custody case has sided with her saying that the custody case will stay in California and not move to New York. Jason had basically said that he wanted the court case to be out there because at one point they had all lived out there. And uh, Olivia said, no, no, no. The kids reside in California. We cannot move it. And the judge said he agrees. Um, That being said, I don't know. Have you followed this case? Did you watch when she was served papers on stage at Comic-Con and how horrible it must have been when she looked at it and i gotta 
I give her major props for keeping it together and not flinching at all. I don't know how my brain would have continued to go. People thought it was like a script she was handed. Like they, no one really knew that's how well she handled it. And I was so impressed with her. It it was amazing. Well, she now in in her court case basically said that she accused Sudeikis of trying to embarrass her professionally when she was served those papers um, and that he, his actions were clearly intended to threaten me and catch me off guard, which they did. Um, he could have served her discreetly, but instead choose to serve her in the most aggressive manner possible is what she said. And I don't disagree at all. I mean, originally he said, oh, I wasn't a part. Of, I didn't know. Bullshit. You, yeah, knew you know, you know, like I'm sure he was aware. Uh, I don't think Jason is a bad guy per se. I just think like he did want to get back at her. I mean, to be left for Harry Styles, that's tough. And, I, you know, so I'm sure on some level in his mind, he was like, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her back. But I don't get why he would want them to reside you know their home quote unquote to reside in new york when it's like they clearly all live in la you know why i think it comes down to to the laws and in california the they most of the time will side with the mother in a court case and a lot more time and this and california is very i don't want to say notorious because it is what it is, but a lot of times they will side with the mother, give them more time, blah, blah, blah. And I think maybe New York might be a little more lenient. So Definitely. he was trying to get them to New York. I just hope it doesn't get ugly because I love them both. And I mm-hmm. I would love them to be like a very healthy co-parenting, you know, duo. But I think I don't know if we're going to get that. Though. Yeah, I don't think we're getting that. <laughs> I don't think that's I think happening. that chip has sailed. Yeah. It's a bummer. Right. <laughs> Number three, Anne Heche. She is still in a coma after that fiery car crash, uh, but she could be in a lot of trouble for this. So if you haven't followed the news, last Friday uh, she was in a gnarly car crash where her car went through uh, a home, caught on fire. She was sent to the hospital, obviously, but she has been in a coma ever since. Uh, but uh, I guess they've People Magazine talked to a couple of legal experts and they said, look, if she was having some kind of medical emergency, that's one mm-hmm. thing. If there is going to be alcohol or drugs or anything else involved, she could be on the line for being a lot of trouble. Yeah, a lot of trouble. And I mean, the home burned down. I believe it. Yeah, the the house the caught house... on fire. I don't know if it was a total loss or not, but there was a lot of destruction with the home. And. It's obviously really devastating. I know she's in a coma. It's horrible. I just find it odd that like so many celebrities has spoken out in support of her when I'm like, she was drunk driving. She was under some influence. Like it seems strange. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's just one of those weird. Did did they say? Did anyone say that she did she come from a party or something? Like why why did they, think, do we think she was drinking? I think that she there is um, suspicion that she has a uh, alcohol problem. Ah, gotcha. So I think that people are like speaking out in support of her, you know, mm-hmm. to get her help, and it's a tough thing to talk about because she is in a coma. So mm-hmm. you know, 
it's bad. It's a really sad situation. It's crazy. Crazy situation. Well, last um, no week was win- a big week for car accidents. Did you see that that one woman driving 90 miles per hour? No, what was this? What? Did I miss it? What what are you talking yes. about? Yes. Oh my god, there was like this viral video. It's really unfortunate that it's viral. But this woman in Texas drove 90 miles per hour through an intersection. Okay. And it's all caught on camera and it all like her car like lit on fire. She killed multiple people, but she walked away from it. It's crazy. So last week was a big week for accidents. Well, I remember seeing a video that was going around where it was like a car on the side of the freeway. And no. there were like three guys trying to bash through the glass window. And they were saying how these guys were heroes because, and I don't know if it was mm-hmm. a man, woman who was inside the car, but it was three guys bashing the window as the other side of the car was catching on fire. And they got the person out at like the last second. It was oh my a crazy God. video. Wow. Okay. Let's move this on. Is a, this is a car crash podcast. I know, right? Let's get into the car yeah. crash podcast. <laughs> uh, speaking of train wrecks here let's talk a little britney spears right now Mm. uh because this story just keeps getting wilder and wilder Mm -hmm. you know right when we think britney spears is kind of on the other end of uh you know the conservatorship and things are going well for her and she's getting married and you know her sons didn't show up to her wedding which got Mm -hmm. a lot of people talking well now kevin federline posts a couple videos on social media showing uh, Brittany kind of yelling at the boys and saying that he, you know, they decided to put out these videos to show what the boys have been through over the last few years mm-hmm. and that, you know, that they've been through a lot and it's, there's a reason that they're not talking to her for the last five months. What are your thoughts on him posting a video that he knows is going to basically stab her in the back so hard? Mm-hmm. I think it's horrible that he did this. I wish that her family and her people surrounding her would stop doing things so publicly. But with that said, I do think people have to give some grace to these boys because they are what I mean, it's hard to believe now that they're like 14, 15 mm-hmm. years old. I, They've I think had they're to even go like th- 15 and 16. Right. Now. Like they're they're like very aware of what's going on. And it just makes me so sad. And I think that they deserve some grace as well um, because they did have to watch their mom go through this conservatorship. They had to deal with, I mean, she was, you know, prescribed an insane amount of lithium. Like she, like this woman has been through so much and so have they. I just don't like that Kevin is, or K-Fed or whatever he wants to be called, um, is posting this stuff and doing interviews and making it so public. And maybe he's trying to be like, listen, I'm speaking out for my kids, but it's like, I just wish he wouldn't just leave them alone. Just leave everybody offline. Well, I do wonder if there is a violation of the law here because she didn't know she was being videotaped. One of the sons videotaped her and he posted it. And so uh, I I don't know if he could face some kind of legal ramifications for posting Mm -hmm. this. I can tell you that Britney's lawyer is furious, who is basically going after KFED. I think KFED is the one person that is, I don't want to say untouchable, but I want to say there's a lot more hoops to jump through if she wants to go after him because he has full legal custody of the kids. Right. So, and they're clearly on his side at this moment. So she's probably like, what do I do? How do I not completely sever the relationship with my kids? But 
tell Kevin to go F himself and he needs to be held responsible for this. Yeah. And I, I also kind of want Sam to stay out of it because mm-hmm. he keeps posting things on Instagram in support of Brittany, obviously, which is like, we all think he should support her. But at the same time, I just wish that they would all kind of just stop, like yeah. stop talking about it online. Just leave Brittany alone. Just leave, leave her alone. Brittany alone. I would yeah. say in the one video, there was one where she's talking about how like she doesn't know how to act and she's the kids are putting her through all this stress mm-hmm. and she's like you're just being weird because you're going through puberty i can kind of relate like sometimes my kids are little weirdos and i think it's just kids being kids and a, a parent sounding desperate at the fact that like you can't understand the children and you're mm-hmm. trying but they're acting so bizarre um so at that moment i I kind of felt for Brittany. And then I thought the worst moment that I've like screamed at my kids, like I would not want the world to see that. No parent would like no. I screamed at my dog in the street and I was horrified. So I just, I'm not comparing dogs and children, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things where it's really sad. And I feel like she didn't get to spend a lot of time with them due to the conservatorship. So she probably doesn't know them that well when -hmm. she's trying and that just was really heartbreaking to watch because she also just like doesn't understand so there was there was one time where i was literally screaming at my children at the top of my lungs because they were being very bad Mm -hmm. and i walked outside and my neighbor was right there and she could hear the whole thing go down and it was horrifying. <laughs> oh my God. Now, like, imagine like they put that on Instagram. Right? I was like, yeah. you caught me at my moment. My Your moment worst of, moment. My weakest moment where I'm losing my mind. Mm-hmm. And and then I turn around and my neighbor's right there and heard the whole damn thing. <sighs> That's horrible. Thing. So. That's horrible. All right. Let's get on to number one, which is a very sad number one. But Olivia Newton-John passed away Mm. this week at the age of 73. Uh, Everyone obviously knew her as Sandy from Greece. And she's been tied to John Travolta ever since because Mm. that was such an iconic role. Um, But her husband did put up a, a really nice post about how their love for each other transcends any understanding and how much he loved her and they had so much gratitude and all this kind of stuff. I'm not going to read it because it's a very long post, but uh, broke my heart. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, they were together a long time and she battled cancer for so long and it's that, you know, takes a toll on a relationship. So to see that they still like were so in love and um, it's really devastating. It's really sad loss. When I wasn't, not that I'm ever like expecting a celebrity to die, but like, I just, it felt so random. It was like a jolt. It was kind of like Bob Saget. I was like, holy shit. Like, or Gilbert Godfrey. Where the fuck did that come from? Uh, Yeah. It's like super, it's been a rough year. Super sad. A lot of loss. A lot of loss this year. So, that is our raw rundown from the for this week. Uh, we got you caught up on all the top stories in entertainment news. You can go on the weekend feeling informed feeling knowledgeable uh and make sure you guys check out sam's uh podcast hot off the mess and you can also follow her on social media at the bravo historian uh your podcast is just crushing it um what if someone's never checked out your podcast what would you like what what's your pitch line for them to come check it out (laughs) okay 
if you love to hear like the ramblings of a really unhinged woman in her apartment talking about Bravo and pop culture, like then this is the podcast for you. Um, <laughs> sometimes I have guests. Sometimes it's just me. Um, thoughts and prayers for my producer, Pat, like who has to edit and listen to it. So it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Good. It comes well, out Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays. Make sure you check it out. Head on over there. Uh, and if you like it, make sure you leave her review because that yeah, means please. the world to us podcasters that that five seconds out of your life going down to the bottom of iTunes on our page and leaving that review five stars only. We appreciate it. So yeah. leave one for the Hollywood Raw podcast. Leave one for Hot Off the Mess. Thank you, Sam, for joining me this week. Thank I really, you for really do me. appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later. A Huda Media Production.